Gilles Thibault. You got it. Perfect. Gilles Thibault. Folks, this is, uh, I'm not sure if he's the butcher or the Sundance of Apple football uh, pre-Alpharetta, but uh, this is Mr. Gilles Thibault, one half of the dynamic duo of uh, Thibault and Wells, who oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. are the, the um, one of you is a Hall of Famer, one of you should be a Hall of Famer, hint, hint, Mr. Herson. Um, these folks have been keeping the flame of Apple football alive when there was nary a footballer to be seen at the official uh, Lancaster tournaments. Of course, that has changed since uh, since uh, the move to Georgia. But Mr. Tebow, thank you so much. It's been uh, about eight years since you showed up on Sunday, I think it was, in the August 2013 tournament at the Hall of Fame. You're in Pittsburgh. You got the, the bird banner flying there. And uh, welcome. You've been a busy man, replay yeah, wise. Thanks for having me on here, Jeff. I, I do remember we met uh, back in one of the Lancaster conventions. 2012. That was yeah. the first the first time I lost to Greg Wells. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you, we, you, you played him there, and uh, that's when we already we started playing at that point. Um, actually, right before that, I there's a gentleman, Art Carter. If you know the yes. name, Art Carter, absolutely. Um, um, so I just met, I, I've been to every convention since 2005, and then Art Carter one year, I actually give him the credit, he brought it out one, one time late, and uh, he was playing the 58 Rams Brown, which is that famous great teams of the past, you get whenever you bought the G-Tough set, and uh, it was real late on a Friday night, it might have been about midnight in that room at the uh, America's Best Inn, and he started playing some guy, and it was, he said, and I had never seen Apple football at that point. He's like, this is a really good game if you get a close game. And uh, from there, it started our Carter. And I, he, he actually uh, was kind of showed me the game. I'd never bought it. Um, it was a funny story. When I was a, like about 19 years old, Frank and I were playing, we play mostly all baseball. And uh, we would get those brochures you would get every winter or summer. And I think football was a summer man. I forget what, what one they did the football movie. We were so broke. We didn't have two nickels rubbed together. Like, we couldn't pay attention. We were, like, uh, catting or something. Like, oh, man, wouldn't this football game be awesome to get? We would talk about getting the football game. <laughs> we never got it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Greg and I, yeah, we started uh, playing every Sunday morning at the convention. And up until that point, it was all baseball. And then we started playing, uh, he started showing me the game. We started, we would play like a half, right? One couple times we played a whole game there, but it was during the finals of the baseball tournament. We kind of felt bad because after a couple of years, a lot of guys were like, oh my God, there's the football game. They would be like so excited to see the football game being played. There was actually like a couple of times, like more guys watching our game in the finals of the baseball, <laughs> which no. better go watch the final. That's what we're here for. <laughs> but, uh, it, it was a fun greg's a great greg's a great friend of mine he's like a bro older brother that i never had to me and uh he showed me a lot he's introduced me to the community and uh i credit that guy a lot for you know, everything he's done for the sport and everything. i mean he's the last connection kind of oh not the last but i mean possibly the closest in terms of at least the football terms to howard alscog and the journal yeah. back in the 80s when it was rescued yeah, he always talks about when we play our face-to-face -face games, he talks about a Howard and tell me like things, stories of Howard, what he would say about like different about the game and everything, which is pretty amazing. 
Yeah. And it's actually kind of surreal. Every time I play him face to face, I remember him, he wrote for the Opera Journal years ago. He was a football editor. And uh, you know, when you get those Opera Journals, you read them and reread them and you, know, you read them over and over again. You go, this is such awesome stuff. And um, I remember reading his articles about the uh, Goss game. Remember the old football game? And he would talk about the whole thing. And then I, re- I would reread that article. Then now I'm like friends with him, you know? So it's like, it's like surreal. Like I was reading about you when I was 18. I'm 50 years old now. So it's like I've known you for like 32 years. Yeah. It's like these kids who are rookies still you know, playing with Tom Brady. You know, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the same field with, you know. Yeah. And I, actually, I think Bob Tassinari, who bought the journal in 2012, wow. 2013, is... Uh, you, you can still get uh, the complete collection on disc. You and Greg were kind of the uh, flag bearers for the game. You can see there are, um, there's Veryl watching you and Greg play. Right. There's uh, Don Provisero's watching you. I think Rod McLeod. I mean, a bunch of folks are just like, hmm, what is what is this mystical yeah, what's thing going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not playing baseball? <laughs> yeah, it was all baseball at that point. And you figure at that and, and Sunday mornings, every almost everybody's eliminated except like two guys, two or four guys yeah. out of like fifty. So hey, what are a couple of games? What's going on here? So yeah, it's such a fun game too to watch. You know, to even visually because like baseball, like if the two guys have score sheets, you don't really know what's going on. But if we have that, that field out, you could see that guy moving that ball down the field. <laughs> I guess he's going to get in there or not. For sure. For sure. So let's talk about, I guess, let's start with the replays. You've been doing a lot of replaying and you're all over this, the, the eras of football too, right? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Um, well, first of all, mostly I'm a baseball guy. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a, baseball is like my number one sport. So I'm actually in the middle of doing like a massive lifelong baseball where I'm replaying a steroid era. However, you know, it, football season comes around. You know, Labor Day hits. You get, you see the Sunday night football on. You hear that Sunday night football music. And you hear the Jim Nance on Sunday. You, you start getting that football. So every kind of fall, I start thinking of like, hey, let me get some football going here. And, um. I've never done any like full official replay. So probably about five, four, four years ago or so, I'd say three, four years ago, um, I bought this 76 set and I was thinking of something manageable. So I didn't want to interfere too much with baseball. But just looking at one division, um, we had four teams. You had the Browns, the Steelers, look at the AP Central. You had the Browns, Steelers, uh, Oilers, and Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, Bengals. And you look at the schedule, very, um, there was like two games, you know, one against each opponent. So that was like, uh, that was six games there. Yeah. And you had five, like uh, five divisions. I think it was 11 game season. Back then. It might be wrong. 14, 14. 14 game season. So was, yeah, you, you play six in your division and then it was those really cockamamie scheduling. It was all over the place. You'd play anybody. It wasn't, it's not, it's not as symmetric as it is today where you've got, yeah. your, so. Yeah, so it was like six games, and then uh, you played uh, so seven against the rest. Is that right? The sixth division and the seven outside your division. It, yeah, it was at least that. Yeah, yeah. But that was it was completely random. I mean, I'll, I'll just uh, while you're talking here. Yeah. But in any case, yeah, in '76, I believe uh, Greg Wells. That's one of his big uh, seasons. Yeah. '76, Pat, Sam, Bam, Cunningham, etc. <laughs> yeah, and he actually replayed that himself when he was. Uh, he talks about that a lot. Where he replayed that, I think he was in high school. And he replayed that, 
and um, and go look at that replay. I'm like, I want to get a replay done, but I looked at it. If you played one division, it's AFC Central. That's only 44 games. It's very doable. I mean, 44 games, you're really getting them, and you have a whole division replay. So I like to see the standings. You know, some guys like to do replays where they'll play like one game a week of the whole NFL. And then at the very end, they'll, they'll have a standing, but they won't have any like uh, full season stat comparisons. Where I like to see that full season of stats to see how APA, um, re, how APA handled like that season, you know, like as far as statistics wise. And as I figure, well, so if I do this, I'm not playing, playing the whole league, but I am getting a full division. I am going to have, uh, I could, um, look at the final playoffs i can like adjust the record based on how my replays my replay games went which i what i did so i ended up doing the whole afc central and uh we replayed that and uh, i actually ended up doing the playoffs as well so it was a lot of fun and the results were oh and the results so uh it was really good now the steelers obviously um just to tell you, like, the fun of Apple football, like, the very first game I rolled the season is that Oakland-Steelers um, game. So the Raiders-Steelers, at this point, uh, the Immaculate Conception was already four years before that. Yeah. And uh, reception, I should say. I don't know if I said conception. <laughs> reception. It's all the same, the birth of a dynasty. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, the Steelers-Raiders was, like, that was, at that point. Um, brutal, yeah. Stabler, and I was only probably a young, I was, I was less than 10 years old at the time, and, uh, but I remember Stabler being such a villain in Pittsburgh. You probably know Jeff, too, oh, yeah. that era. So, I mean, Stabler would just, like, be, you know, it was just such a war with those two teams. And uh, when I did the game on uh, with APA, and I, I played these all with a basic game using the defensive play calling cards, which I found really, really nice. I really enjoyed the basic manual. Yeah. And um, so the final, just going to the final um, five minutes of the game, I'll give you even like the roll sequence. It was really crazy. And actually the results almost ended up exactly uh, what happened with the, the real thing. So. I'm looking at the score right here. So we'll see what the number is. We'll read it out. <laughs> so what was the actual, what was the actual score of the game? Oh. The uh, <clears throat> the uh, this Sunday, December uh, September twelfth, four p.m. game. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers were at Oakland and uh, fell thirty-one to twenty-eight. So they lost. It was at Oakland. Yeah. So uh, the Oakland Raiders beat them thirty-one to twenty-eight. Yeah. Apple football. Uh, well, let me give you the final. Uh, I'll give you the rundown here, just to give you the. The sequence here is pretty amazing. And, and it was an incredible fourth quarter in real life. Yeah. Uh, Let's even set this up even more, Jeff. So the Steelers' odd uh, defense, you can know that at that point, the 76 defense was incredible. But their uh, offense was only 33. So you could see that it was all Franco and Rocky, Rocky Blotter, you know. Um, Raiders were 42 offense, 36 defense. So in the last five minutes of the game, um, Stabler rolls a 66-1 on a short pass to Casper for a touchdown. <laughs> That's, um, I think they took the lead with that. So. Yeah, so at that point, it's 23-17 Raiders. This is all within the last five minutes of the game. Lynn Swan, medium pass, 66-2 on Terry Bradshaw's card. Mm. Touchdown. 24-23 Steelers on the road now. 
Wow. Drillo drills the extra point. Kenny the Snake Stabler going down the field at home. The Raiders fans going insane. 66-1 touchdown, medium pass for Dave Casper. Oh, Casper again, man. Casper again. <laughs> and so the final, I think this is where Apple is incredible. And I'm amazed every time I look at final scores. Like if you go by the, if you use like actual lineups, which I did on this replay, oh, yeah. Yeah. like every game I, I looked at pro football reference and I figure out who were the starters. And I yeah. um, just talk about the, the, the folks that like me say, ah, oh, there's too many cards like with these sets, but during a football season, guys get hurt yeah. for a long period of time and other guys come in and there's like a whole set of personnel sometimes from like week one to week 10, you know, so. Oh, that, that, I mean, you know, and they, you know, if you lose a five point defensive, uh, you know, linebacker, an end, whatever, and you've got yeah. a sub a two or a three in there, that can make that difference. Yeah. <laughs> and on the defensive cards, you do have a difference, you know, because if you have a point on the defensive play calling cards, you'll see like that point difference. Yeah. But the final score ended up being 29 24 Oakland in the Apple replay. So what was the real one? It was 31 28 uh, Oakland. And the Steelers took a, let's see, they took a, Steelers had a 14-7 lead going into the fourth quarter. And from that point, you had Steeler touchdown, Raider touchdown, Steeler touchdown, Raider touchdown, Raider touchdown, Raider field goal. So you had, uh, uh, what, one, two, three, four, five touchdowns and a field goal in that fourth quarter. There's a weird, I'm telling you folks, there's a, it's there's something baked in, as they say, to those cards and the era. You know, it's it it's not just what you see, but it's in there somewhere. It's like magic, Jeff, isn't it? Like it's like magic, like sight. It's like sight magic. Or That's it. That's it. It's it's some kind of a sports possession kind of a thing going on. You know, and it's uh, any area you play. Like if, if I pull out the twenty twenty set. I'll, same thing will happen most of the time. It'll be like, wow, how is this score so ag compared to like actual? It's crazy. Um, look at that fourth quarter. I think my fourth quarter was almost like nearly identical to the actual fourth quarter. It was like the Raiders scored 23, Steelers scored 14. What was the actual? That's, the Raiders scored 24 and the Steelers 14. That's crazy. That's, and I was I mean, like, is there a missed extra? Oh, and, and you know what? I had a missed extra point there. That last, the last uh, <laughs> touchdown the Raiders got, they missed the extra point. So, so anyways, with that replay, um, I was rolling really bad with Bradshaw. I, I could not roll with Terry Bradshaw. Ken Anderson, I he was, I could not stop rolling well for him. So Ken Anderson, you know, that seventies, he he has card after card after card after card. He just lights it up, and. Uh, so the Bengals ended up, they swept the uh, record of the, the division. So they went 6-0 and in the AFC Central really? in my replay. So when, I, when they go 6-0, and those other teams have to outright beat them in record to right. win the division. Yes. So they, they, would, they won every tiebreaker. So like there was, uh, Bengals would win every single tiebreaker. So you had to actually beat the Bengals and, uh, to get that. Now, and originally the uh, Bengals and Steelers tied at 10-4, and the Bengals did not even make the playoffs because right. at the time you only had that one wild card, and that would be 
the 11 three Patriots. And that was pretty much all she wrote. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, is, uh, that's, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I, I just played the NFC or just the AFC and the playoffs were incredible. Uh, the Bengals, I think they lost, um, uh, one thing too, one other thing I did with the Patriots, and Mark Zarby even pointed this out, the uh, the, the cards needed correcting. I think after the, there was all, the offensive line, the defensive line was off. Do you remember that with the, with the new set? Yes, I heard. It was like uh, the Patriots had to get improved because they were they, like their offense or defense wasn't right. So you look at this team, this is an incredible, this the team was really good. They need to be better than this, but. But I, I did the adjustments that Czar aptly even put out and then put that in there. Yeah, the Pats scored 376 points that season and ended up, uh, let's see, losing to the 13 and 1 Raiders by three points in the divisional. Yeah, okay. It was a heck of one of the greatest seasons, 76 and 78, I'd say too, but 76 was amazing. Those Colts, right? Everything. Rams, the Rams beat the Cowboys 14 to 12 in the divisional. Then the Vikes yeah. beat the Rams. And then that's just amazing. You know, that the those those six powerhouses of the 70s all represented there. And the red, well, uh, yeah, the Colts and the Patriots were kind of up and coming at that time. Uh, Colts kind of resurging, the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Burt Jones was incredible in that, in that free play. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. Uh, so I'm going to give you the, the playoff rundown. So, like, I think they all tied in division. I think I have it on Delphi right now. Mm. But like, like I said, the Bengals owned every tiebreaker. So even if they finish tied with them, they're gonna they're gonna win the division. Right, right. So uh so you got through the Colts end up beating the Bengals, you know, in the playoffs. Mm. I got the classic matchup of the Burt Jones versus Ken Stabler in the AFC championship game. It did not disappoint. You know, I had a yeah. sometimes you get those roles in athletic like you're playing you play so many games over your lifetime it's amazing sometimes you have certain roles in play sequences that just get burned in your memory and yes. you, you'll never forget them and in that championship game i remember um the colts were down and they were um they had a third down and long and it was like it was a busted up pass play so it was like a play result 26 27 I'm thinking, uh, Burt Jones, he doesn't have a lot of wheels. I mean, he's not known for it. He probably could scramble, but he's not like known for that. And nah, not for sure. he rolled a good number, I think, on his outside run, like a five or something where he got like a 16 yard scamper. I'm like, wow, Burt Jones just saved the cold season. <laughs> nice. There you and, go. <laughs> and they down and they banned in a touchdown for the lead and they end up beating the Raiders in the AFC Championship game. And wow. That game, if you guys are a fan of 70s football, play that AFC championship game. You have Burt Jones, Ken Stabler. It's like such an amazing matchup. <laughs> nice. Did you do the Super Bowl then? I, I didn't do the Super Bowl. Actually, I just I ended it right there. I was like, hey, I, I'll do the end. Maybe I'll do the NFC someday. But I wanted to get a replay under my belt. And that's what I did. It took me, it didn't take me that long. It took me maybe like six months to do. Okay. You want to guess? You I took like a little break from the baseball for like six months just to bang it out. And it was a great time. It was just a really, just happy. I, I wanted to get something up for myself. I had done so many baseball replays. Sure. I wanted to get some football. I just wanted to get like a notch in my belt, basically. That I did a football replay. That, that is, there is, there is a kind of, I've got to get this done. Yeah. yeah. 
You want to guess what Burt Jones's longest run from scrimmage was in 76? 20 yards. 17. 17 yards. <laughs> there we go with that play again. Like, how did they bang it out? Like, it just, uh, the game does that. It's like total magic sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you know, even in the roles, like sometimes you get down in those roles, like if you're just playing by yourself and like it's late in the game, yeah. get like a like a third down and you're like maybe in a four down situation you got that one play call you're like what can i call like this the whole game is on the line right here and then you got that dice roll like oh they saved the game and then you extended the game so it's not over it's just the same thing you feel like if you're watching the favorite team on sunday so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that was well, if, if you check out the video i, I posted um I think I just did it on Facebook. I got to post it. No, I think I did on yeah, I did it on YouTube as well. That's a Raiders Cowboys series I played, and with five plays to go, game seven, you know, tiebreaker, you know, World Series esque uh, kind of series there, and the, my Cowboys pull out this trick long pass. State Stallback had been sacked, uh, next yeah. on a third and twenty or something, and then Pearson the Golden Richards and a oh, Captain yeah, Hill yeah, touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So like, oh my God, and it's just like bang, bang, bang. I replayed the Ice Bowl, oh, uh, yeah, sixty seven. Yeah, and uh, last play of the game, uh, Meredith hits a bullet bob for a touchdown on a 66-1. So the score is 34-27, which is the score of the 66 uh, NFL championship down in Texas. So it's like, man, I mean, the, the, the uh, symmetry. Yeah, it's weird. So now moving on. So you've done, you and Greg have done a couple of replays. Yeah. Yeah, we start last year, you know, it was such a weird year with all the um, tournament getting canceled, the convention got canceled. Um, we started playing some in baseball on Zoom. That's when I remember everybody started talking about Zoom this, Zoom that. Everybody was working on Zoom, doing this on Zoom. So Greg gets a hold of me and he's like, you know, let's, let's play some uh, games on Zoom. And uh, we started playing baseball, hockey, and then a football. Like, why don't we do something a little more structured on football? Why don't we... Um, the only set I had with the old game was 1980. Mm -hmm. And I only had one set of boards that was given to me by the Schultz brothers. Uh, they, Darren Schultz actually belonged to his dad. I, I, I know you have the picture. I sent it to you. Um, yeah. He brought the old boards down to a, a little booklet. So Pretty sad. I, <laughs> hey, since there's nothing going on, I remember it was like, it was like a shelter in place. It was like everybody had to like stay in your house, you know. And right. Greg's like, we're playing face to face face football we're gonna we don't care about this stuff so um we started playing zoom and we decided to play the 1980 playoffs and uh how we did we played the old game which was really simple i mean if, yeah. you go, if you're used to the new game all the bells and whistles it's very simplistic and uh we got the only what the four plays the although i will say that there and i'm going to do a video here because still to this day mm -hmm. even after us being away for like five six years there's still i don't get the the evolution it's like there are master rules in that old game yeah, yeah. the ground play the blitz right. you know there yeah, are yeah. Sorry. Oh, we did those we did that because you have that ground uh play defense where if you guess the you guess the, the line and if you guess the guy too yep. get down i think it's down four down six or something yeah yeah four four for the yeah you 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 would be down four and and if you key the guy it's down six but if you miss the play then it's it's like plus 10 yards or i forget what it yeah. is but it's it's like a there's a pretty good penalty for it so yeah and it was uh it's really fun it's a different index system obviously which was yeah. uh which was fun and the penalties were 
we even use a pass interception table. Yes. Uh, it's different than the locator. It was like it's like the predecessor to the locators. Exactly. Which yeah. came out. It came out in '72 with a '72 set. They only did it for the D, the DBs, and in '73 somebody had the idea to use it for the reception allocation and they'd have that separate piece of paper and i loved it so i've heard at least one person i don't know if it's accurate i thought it was dead accurate i was yeah. a godsend oh yeah we had fire when we were playing our games we were like going through that table like who got this interception we uh yeah. this guy got it and like do you have any four do you have any twos yeah yeah, who's in who's in or not in the game? Yeah. I mean, that's, there are some of those weird, you know. Well, it's like, and you go talk back the Raiders for the uh, uh, the reception allocation was like an an A grade thirteen parentheses one hyphen three. So Branch, Casper, and Chester would be like uh, one would be a thirteen one, a thirteen two, a thirteen three. So you've got a lot of you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. To try a lot to of keep. variance on there. I'm just looking through it. And also like the the columns, like you know, you some you could see how the new master game came about where they just go like the one and four, two and three. Yes. Because I we were always like, uh, well, did you roll your column decider first? Like remember you had to roll one, two, three, four, five, six to see what column you're under. Right, and right. Like the, I think it was like the punt returns. Yeah, I yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean, like the punt returns. That's like you had to roll like uh, one dice first to see is it one to three or four to six. It used to be uh, when it started, they had you calculate an A, B, or C index for the special teams returns, which is an absolute nightmare. And never yeah. did that. I just said everyone's in a B. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's in a B. And you have to use your imagination through that old game, like the plunge play. You, know, you got to imagine, like, is it inside, you know, off tackle? You, know, you, have, you got the plunge play, and then you have the running play. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah. So we would like make up running play, like oh, okay, he's on the outside, and you would have to make up your own calls during the game. Right, right. So how we did it was like uh, whoever lost the game, the the playoff game, they get to pick who they wanted to play in the next playoff game. So if there was like a, a good matchup that you wanted, and you like to play a certain guy, like oh, I want I want to play Dallas, you know, I want to play or you know, next. So cool, cool. Ended up we had uh, Minnesota had a little bit of a run on that. Uh, they got to the NFC Championship game. Interesting. I remember how we, so it was a Minnesota Philadelphia made it to NFC Championship. Mm. AFC was uh, Browns and the Chargers. Mm -hmm. Eric Coriel mm -hmm. was like, um, yeah, just, just getting there, you know, with that 80, you know, season with the, they had a really good receiver like Jefferson, Winslow. Wes Chandler from the Saints, I think, had joined him by then. I'm yeah, not sure. Wes Chandler. <laughs> um it was a lot of fun and then uh we had barkowski we had a good game barkowski i think i mentioned to before the call uh, he had a 450 yard passing game in there and lost when it was on barkowski as i went out i think i was losing i was playing atlanta i was over and i was like i'm just going medium i'm going the long pass like crazy because if, I mean, if you remember on the old board the long pass wasn't as much of a like a high risk play because you right. could get a little more completions on the long pass. It was kind of there were some medium esque results yeah. in there, yeah. Yeah, it was like medium almost. It was like medium almost, and uh, but you so you could like call long meet or long pass and not get burnt like you would in a new game. So, right. Yeah. Exactly. And long pass in a new game hard to complete anything. You're looking at the 80 results, the actual 80 results, and the Vikings won the NFC Central at nine and seven, and the Falcons had that 12 and four year with the Grits Blitz, almost yeah. knocked the Cowboys off in the divisional. 
Yeah. I'm looking, I'm going to go in, I'm looking on my iPad too, Jeff. I want to see uh, how this, how we ended up. So who were the final, um, who were the final four in real life on that? If the NFC was the, the Eagles won, uh, the Eagles, Vikes and Falcons won their divisions and the Cowboys at 12 and four tied with the Eagles were the wild card and had to go. Let's see. They, uh, Oh, and the Rams actually were the wild card too at eleven five. Sorry, this is the. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, that was that brings up a fun point here, Jeff, about the you mentioned the Rams because uh, that was one of my wins because I don't beat him a whole lot. Yeah, Greg is he's a mastermind. I mean, the yeah. guy A he's a genius. B he's a football mastermind on top of being a genius. So like, <laughs> the guy is like, uh, I mean, he's even beat. Barrett, who is basically oh, yeah. a football god. I mean, he's actually beaten him face to face. Uh, he beat him. He beat him. Yeah, I can't. The when we had our the uh, the event up there, he uh, it was that weird finish with the ninety nine Rams. I think it was the eighty four Niners. I think Greg talks about yeah. it in the interview. It's like, yeah, he's, he's got that. You, um, he'll get you like you know. He's the one first one that taught me that little move with the audible. Mm. Where like uh, if you have your pro set defense out, and uh, he he's going to audible into a free wide. And he's caught me on that a bunch of times. Whoa. And I, so I can't even go into nickel now. I'm like, nope. Like, <laughs> you, you, I'm audible into the three wide. So, so now he's getting like the two line jump. He's getting the, <laughs> he's going to the A receiver. My only hope I have is to key his receiver or double cover the receiver. So right. I'm like, wow, you got me right where you want me on that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. It's, it's just like, you know, it's setting people up. Yeah, uh, with your play calling to to kind of hold that one little ace in the hole when it's it's critical and someone's kind of you know sensed a pattern in you and you break that pattern or you you know however you do your uh, magic toward the uh, the wire there down the wire. So there's a uh, lot of uh, so to that that Ram story. So he, he had beaten me like so when we played our the first game we played uh, he crushed me thirty nine seven. It was the Oilers Raiders. So he had the Oilers. So he oh yeah. Earl Campbell was just, he ran all over, ran all over me. All my, I couldn't do anything. So the next game, uh, it was the NFC wild cards with Rams Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And I wanted the Rams. I always liked the Rams since the 79 Super Bowl. I was like, you know, they're fascinated with them, Ferragamo, the Steelers, uh, and all that. Although it should have been the Buccaneers. It should have been Doug Williams' first one that year. But yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> right. And Ferragamo is amazing. He left it actually. Um, to Montreal Alouettes the year yeah. after that, which yeah. is amazing. So I actually went to their uh, spring training, you know, they, they have for the Alouettes. I'm like, oh, it was a big deal. So my parents are, or my dad's from Montreal, so we would visit there a lot. So uh, there's a, a player on the Rams, Gerald Thomas. Mm -hmm. and he had one of those monster cards, you see, you know, like with the six yards per carry. And um, so I saw that and I'm like, I'm going to, he beat my, but last game, I'm going to run this Gerald Thomas, even though it was, uh, there was a couple of items, Mike Gooman, and there was another guy, uh, Peacock, Elvis Peacock in the Rams. Yeah. was like their favorite key, key guys. And I just ran Gerald Thomas down Greg's throat. And he, he gets on me to this day, like, you ruined his career because he, like, he would point out, like, oh, he never played after this 80s super playoff game. <laughs> But uh, Gerald Thomas ended up with like 175 yards rushing, and uh, the Rams beat the Cowboys 45-35. Then uh, he beat me, uh, Chargers. He beat me with the Chargers because uh, I and then I took the Oilers, so the Chargers won their playoff. Right. Um, and then I beat him with the 
Browns because Brian Sipe, I think, has a good year. He wasn't he like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a great year for him. Yeah, yeah, he the, the Browns finished, uh, they uh won the division. That was the year the Steelers were really the age and injuries really took a toll. The Browns were 11 5. I think Sipe was he a pro bowler that yeah. year? Right. Um, I think he was MVP. Wasn't he AP MVP? Oh, it might have been. Yeah. He, yeah, I think so. Looking right here, he, uh, let's see, Pro Bowl and, um, hmm. yeah, it's, my connection's a bit slow, but uh, yeah, one time MVP. But, yeah. And then, um, so then we had the NFC, then the Vikings. Um, so, well, I, I beat him with the Browns only because he had Joe Cribs and he rolled a lot of fumble numbers for Cribs. And it was like, he had a ton of fumbles on that Bills team. Huh. And we had the Vikings, Falcons. That was that big 456-yard Barkowski game. Um, but the Vikings actually have uh, Tommy Gills. Or not Tommy Gills. Is it Tommy, Tommy? Uh, Tommy Kramer. Tommy Kramer. Touchdown Tommy. But their backup was like Bills, I think, that year. Wow. Um, this was kind of a fun little thing to get out of football is Greg was uh, – we were playing starters in the actual starters. Mm-hmm. But he, he was actually hoping Kramer would get injured because Gills had a ridiculous car. Like he's a backup quarterback. No. Sure shooting, Gills gets hurt in that game. Or not, no, Kramer gets hurt in that game. And then he brings Dills in and he rolls all these touchdowns under this crazy Dills car. <laughs> Dills, Steve Dills uh, 20, had a 1 0 record. He completed uh, 32 of 51, 62.7%, 352 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. So, yeah, a fairly decent yeah. card that should be. <laughs> oh, yeah. 62% completion is going to get you a pretty good card. He is 62, 66 that range. And then, uh, then we had the Eagles, and he came back and just destroyed me with Ron Jaworski and uh, Jarrell Thomas. I couldn't, I didn't have a lucky roll like I would draw. I, was, I still kept pounding Jarrell Thomas, and he, he was, Greg was too hot with uh, Jaworski to win that one. And then uh, he ended up, he, he, you get Greg with Dan Fouts and his receivers, he's almost unstoppable. I, I was playing the Browns, so he won with the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which was kind of interesting during that game we were playing. My son plays football. He actually plays Division Three now. One of his coaches in high school was was a San Diego linebacker in oh, that wow. season, uh, Jim Lazlovic. Oh wow! Yeah, and I'm a, he's right from uh, our area here. So we're playing this car. I'm like, I know this guy's name, and like I showed my son, like my first, my freaking coach. There you go. <laughs> like nice. the coach is in the middle of my APA game right now. So that's cool. I'd met the guy many times and. He would never tell that he played freaking like San Diego Chargers. He played in that uh, that Dolphins Chargers game. Oh, eighty-one. And uh, he actually had a fumble recovery in our Apple game and a blocked field goal recovery. So, nice, nice. <laughs> so then, uh, then he beat. Then he Greg just got on a hot streak with the Eagles. He he was uh, Dorsky, Harold Carmichael had a couple two hundred yard passing games, and then the Eagles end up winning the Super Bowl. It's all on Delphi forums. I just bumped it on there for anybody who wants to read that. But it was all through the pandemic. It was like Greg, we would get together every Thursday evening um, and we would play just a half. And we wouldn't play a whole game in one sitting. And it made it very like manageable. So we weren't like, because he's married, I'm married, he has kids. Um, his kids are older, but he still does other things. But um, it was very manageable. You know, we, we spent maybe, we were cranking them up pretty quick. I mean, we would get our 
we would BS like you and I are doing for like a half an hour. And then yeah. we, we would play half like an hour. So like we actually did about an hour game time and a half. So yeah, actual game time was like two hours maybe for a whole game. But were you keeping, well, you kept the stats, obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, were you both keeping your own or just one person? Um, it was really good how we, we had a good setup. Uh, defense read the boards. Okay. Um, offense just rolled the dice and called their plays. Okay. Uh, Greg kept the clock and I kept the stats for every game. So it was nice that Greg always knew what the time was. I always told, I always had the stats, but I didn't have to keep track of the time. Uh, defense read the boards. So we were trying to get, uh, he was trying to get me to stop. I kept wanting to look at the boards when I was on offense. He's like, just don't look, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. It, it was, uh, it was nice. So it worked out really well. Yeah, that divisional labor always seems to help. And, uh, yeah. uh, or when you've got the two people playing face to face and you get the referee kind of managing the uh, right. stats and all that kind of thing. Right. So, right. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it was good. And we got that time. And actually, right after that, you know, we didn't stop. We went right to um, 72. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're actually right at the very end of right now. And then 72, the reason I got, we wanted to play that was, um, we were going to do 81, but I actually had to remember Apple used to sell their sets in those uh, perforated sheets, probably back yes. in the oh, yeah. I had a 72 set I had never touched until the convention I bought it in like 2010 or 11 or something. And uh, I just perforated, took all the card, you know, separate all the card with the pain. I'm glad they don't do that anymore. Oh, yeah. Good job now with the cards and cards. It's so awesome now if you buy them. So let's do 72. So we start automatically at a reception game. Greg crushes me, Daryl LaMonica. He didn't even bench LaMonica. He just kept him in the whole game and crushed me. Uh, then I had I had never heard of Washington Redskins 72. I, didn't, I couldn't tell you a single person except maybe Sonny Jorgensen on 72. This is kind of like before my time. I was only one year old. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But and this is another beauty of that, but it's like you can get these old teams, and I, I love this team. They had that Larry Brown guy. He was like the AP MVP that year, Larry Brown. Yeah, 1,216 yards rushing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was awesome. He would just pound it, and I ended up beating him like the very next game. I don't know who I'd be. I don't know if he had Dallas. Who, I mean, who did they play the first round game in that year? Uh, let's, oh, uh, Packers. Packers, yeah. Yeah. And Greg, we could not, we were dumbfounded how Packers got to the playoffs with that Scott Hunter as quarterback. His <laughs> card is terrible. And they finished 10 4, actually, is, uh, had to be Brockington, right? Let's had, see. Yeah, we yeah Brockington. Probably seems good with playoffs. And uh, we, I, I beat him with this Washington. I loved it. Larry Brown just ran all over the Packers. It was a great time. And, um, and he just totally went on a string where he just totally destroyed it. So right now we're at the Super Bowl, and uh, he got a hold of a John Brody card. I always get on him. I say, you are totally game in the system here. George Cuccinelli, if you look at John Brody's stats, mm -hmm. he, he would have led the NFL in passing. He's, he's unstoppable. I think he had like 20 completions in a row on me. I mean, he had a ridiculous amount of completions in a row. Mm -hmm. I can't stop this Brody card. So I don't know how good to do. The, the Super Bowl's coming up. It's the Oakland Raiders and the San Francisco 49ers. And Greg has a good point. He said Brody did start the playoff game that year for seven hmm. Reds or for the 49ers. Brody was 37 that year. Steve Spurrier, ex of the Buccaneers, was the yeah. starter for most of the year. Okay. Yeah. 
And I always get on about it. I go, you got to put Spurrier in, man. He's he was a starter for this team. And he's like, oh, no, Brody started their playoffs. <laughs> it's like a total like, – I got on him because I did the Gerald Thomas in 1980, and he's doing the John Brody on me in, like, 1972. There you go. So, all before Zoom, same thing. We've been playing, so we're at the nice. Super Bowl right now. And we're going to see how that goes. So, it's all cool. – I mean – Apple football is best enjoyed face to face. Like I played ID Jester a couple weeks ago. Right, right. right. I mean, that was so much fun. You just get down to that final goal line stand. And I think if you guys know if people haven't watched it, um, he was trying, he, he was like the first, like fourth and goal or third and goal or something. Yeah. And uh, he was at the maybe one or two yard line, and he was trying to like go three wide to try to get me. And I said, No, I'm going ground defense, and I'm keying the runner. He was trying to bait me into like, like, to doing like a pass defense, and that's the beauty yeah. of Apple football right there. And then it turns out he ended up passing. And then we figured out if he ended up calling, he actually had the audible out of the line. Uh, he was lucky he had his audible left. And I kept trying to like, uh, or like prod him into like calling his audible earlier. I'm like, oh, you really, you know, you have an audible here you could do. He's like, oh, no, it's all right. <laughs> but uh, we figured out it would have been down six. So if he would have called that same play to stay where he was, it would have been like down two for the uh, three wide versus the goal line. Mm-hmm. He would have been down two for the key in uh, the running. So it would have been like down six or something like that. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you nailed him good. I just happened to catch that weirdly. Yeah. Talking about that, we was like, oh, <laughs> these guys yeah. are actually straight. And I was like, man, oh, man, come on. There were like seven people watching. And uh, yeah. so uh, how did that uh, collaboration come about? Did he invite you? Did you know him previously? Or? Yeah, I, I worked with him on baseball stuff prior oh. to that. And um, you know, we had talked a lot on YouTube. Yeah, the YouTube community is very similar, like the Delphi community. Except yes. It's like very visual and video. Hey, like Facebook, you have the Facebook community for this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you have a group of guys that maybe just look at Facebook. You have a group of guys maybe just go on Delphi. And the other group of guys maybe do YouTube. And you could comment back and forth and everything. So uh, I do all three of those. I found, I previously just done Delphi, but I find that Facebook and YouTube very um, great tools to stay in touch with other guys with similar interests uh, do you use one cam or multi-cam or focus well, on the for greg and i we just do uh he has a webcam for his computer he has like a power i have a laptop with a webcam on yeah so we weren't even looking at a role we were just like uh calling the rolls out you cool. could like i mean right now like if you were playing somebody you could put ball roller up like i could i could just say well, i'm just gonna use ball roller like if you don't want to have any questions at all about the roles i just you could see my roles here yeah i'll, I'll press the button Right, you can see it. So, it's a good time. Yeah, with the, it's just a great way. The Zoom and the technology, and just touch on the technology. How like it's evolved for me. Um, I, I can't get away from my baseball projects, but I recently found that Pro Football Helper. And all I right. Found that I don't know if you've tried it at all, but it's amazing product. I mean, this Tom Milne guy deserves a serious. I mean, congr- thank you, congratulate you for what he's done. Yeah, because I mean, up until now, like you know, base football replays, like what are you gonna do to keep stats? You're gonna yes. hand keep it, or are you going to like I used Excel for a rudimentary Excel program for that '76 replay. But this mill, this program is unbelievable. Like you guys, the standings, the stats, it's just amazing for like you. 
I haven't tried it yet, but it's it's PC only, if I understand. Yeah, yeah it's all yeah. PC. It's all PC. Um, I know Greg has uh, Barrett has Excel. Uh, even Greg Wells has an Excel he uses for that stuff. But uh, this this program, just with the logos it puts on there, it puts the field logos on there, and it even has like uh, you could put the voice announcer on, which I thought it was uh, it was so fun. You have like either a male voice or a female voice. And then he does little color commentary and he's programmed it into it. Like I played uh, recently um, an 81 Vikings uh, Buccaneers game. They, they Buccaneers made the playoffs yeah. in one year. It would be like Doug Williams drops back. He finds James Wilder on the flat, breaks a tackle. And like the, the computer's telling you this. It's like re you can hear like a voice telling you that. It's, it's pretty wild. Now that's interesting because you know in Madden they do that, but I think it's a little more generic. So that's interesting that he's he's got actually got it set for the uh, players. Yeah, he got the players on there and everything, so you could. And it's uh, you have to put in um, you have to put in if you click on the quarterback, if you click on the receiver, click on the. So you already you know what the play is, but once you hit um, once you go back to the field. It's going to announce the game for you while you, and I actually I'll pick my next play while the, the lady's reading with the play call is it's kind of like you're watching a game on TV. It's like oh okay oh what happened here oh wow first down it'll say like that'll be a first down Buccaneers I'm like it's really wild it's just amazing how technology is taking what sites did like 1950 to where we're at now it's like imagine sites saw this like right now in 1958 or whatever. <laughs> what was mine oh yeah for sure <laughs> for sure Apple football in 2021 using these technology tools <laughs> yeah just a little you know a little a little assist there for sure yeah it's cars um, and dice still so yeah that's it that's yeah. it and, and yeah i mean it's like i say i mean there's a uh, the, the number of gamers out there uh, especially on the instagram uh you know pages uh sites whatever you know the the board game uh community i mean there's nashville con or nash cons coming up war games yeah, yeah. coming out your ears and uh, all these you know D, D offshoots i mean that's going back i mean yeah. it's it's amazing advanced squad leader for you war gamers right, I mean, right. that is behemoth <laughs> so yeah it's it's awesome and the, these these uh, uh this ability to kind of speed the process although you don't want to over speed the process yeah. i mean one of the things uh the uh, issues with the football game is that it can be uh, a long time. But like you said, if you're dialed in, you can roll it in about an hour. And yeah. It goes by. It feels like it goes by quick. And, right. you know, I think for, for me, the appeal has always been you've got your guys, every card, even if you're not going to use. I mean, do I care that my right guard, you know, you know, Apple football tracks statistics and and the number of blocks that your right guard blocking assignments that your right guard got right during a game is not a statistic. So. Right. You know, it's more, you know, Apple targets those stats and for having yeah. these online stat helpers is great. Yeah. A oh, huge yeah. part. I mean, with the that Tom Milne program does that complete recap. I'll be read like Mark Zarr's replays. He does that real great, really nice. Uh, yeah, you have like the Vikings on one side, the Buccaneers on the other side, so like first downs. And he's, he has like the number on each side. It's like that little box score you see with football. And yeah. It does that. It does that for you, and it's just amazing. I mean, it's just uh, it's totally transformed my football experience. Because now I'm, I sent you pictures of my score sheets I was trying to develop. Because uh, there's ones that Apple gives out. There's not enough room on there to write things. 
but uh, I got them out of it away from that graph paper now. And then, yeah, it's a very neat handwriting. See, that's a thing too. If you look at mine, <laughs> I've had atrocious handwriting since I was like uh, in third grade <laughs> anyway. And and when I, you know, I cover sports in my dad's paper when I was like 14 yeah. and you're taking the stats by then. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. kind of learn. And I actually knew stenography for about a year or two. And I wish I'd learned that again. You know, you, you invent your shorthand, but you know, you, you get a sense of the game, but then, I mean, I still have stats I haven't compiled. And it's like, that's part of the, joy of it you know that barkowski 456 yeah. yards it's like when you can see that and see what's yeah. coming up that's a huge boost to your you oh, know, yeah. satisfaction the whole experience i mean that's part of the experience if you're into the stats you know that's that's part of the experience and um i'm like i just wanted to see a shot like the, we're talking about the convention you got to get down there uh if anyone's watching this make an effort if you can get there because you'll get a chance to meet some of these guys we just talked about like you meet Wells, you'll meet Greg Barrett. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just to be able to sit in a room with Greg Barrett and hear just to kind of like absorb his football knowledge is amazing. Like just uh, just how much he's known and done with that game. And then oh, Wells just to see how much of a genius this guy is as far when it comes to like play calls and what you want to call and don't want to call. Right. And it just uh that's a great treat. So if you ever, if you're near Atlanta, it's in August. That's your opportunity to get down there and meet these guys in the flesh, and they're very approachable. Talk to them. Or... Totally, totally. Yeah, it is kind of. Yeah. I mean, Lancaster was my first experience, and I brought my trunk full of games, and I've got, I've posted that photo, and uh, we're starting to post all our coverage from there uh, with the. With, uh, uh, Verrill and John Cochran, Skeet, everybody. I mean, it was a really amazing. Uh, and Dusty Welsh uh, yeah. was uh, inducted one of the three. Bill Blair and Kevin Clough, um, Delphi Between the Lines moderator, all got in the Hall of Fame that year. And it's a really strange, if you, you know, it's like, oh my God, you know, it's it's that coming out of, you know, people are like me and they're that whole thing. And, and you've got, you know, Atlanta's, you've got Savannah nearby and you've got, the, I think the College Football Hall of Fame is in Atlanta as well, yeah. is it not? So, yeah. A lot going on. And, and as Barrett mentioned, that's now gone from, you know, just the Friday night dinner, the Saturday oh, big yeah. day cop and the Sunday morning to it's kind of gone out through the week, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, so yeah, like we'll be on Thursday night. We'll go out to dinner and uh, we'll talk about the football. And actually, I, I was amazed. a couple of years ago, I was sitting there at dinner and it was uh, Dunlap, Ray Dunlap, another Apple Football Hall of Famer, yeah. Barrett to my right and Wells to my left. I mean, this is like the holy trinity of Apple football. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was I was eating dinner here with these three guys. And like right, right. just to hear their stories and like Dunlap has a ridiculously awesome matchup system. He yes. Yes. And uh he's very willing to show you how it works. He'll sit down, like if you, you, know, you walk up and he'll just sit down and I'll show you exactly how this works. Okay. And um it's great guy. I mean, this guy's fantastic too, talk to and all those guys are really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. The wealth of knowledge, the personalities, everything it's, it's worth at least one. You got to go at least once. If you've been playing Apple with any kind of a frequency and it's kind of risen and stayed at the top of your gaming list, then yeah. you should do it at least once. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was a good, good time. Definitely try to get down. So tell me about uh, the G top, the greatest teams of the past. <laughs> For those who don't know, the G-Tops, there are two kind of thing. Well, this yeah. is their G-Tops. They were issued throughout the company's history. Mm -hmm. They were recalculated for the 72 big board revision. Then they've right. been recalculated for the 
quote unquote master game. This is a recent yeah. key top three issue. Like when it came out okay. last four or five years. Okay. Okay. So and then there were the original franchise All Stars. Yeah. Uh, the original uh, came out in '82. The or came out in '83 of the '82 season and the master game. So there's a lot of these teams around, and you wonder how to kind of use them. I mean, the G tops are generally issued as you you have it's uh the 69 vikings will have their counterpart in 69 chiefs the 50 yeah. browns rams the 53 lions will have their counterpart the world championship came out yeah yeah that in the 70 i think 72 or three ish region with the uh the 10 teams the five championships yeah oh, sorry just to set that up a bit here so you used well how far did you go down the uh, g top rabbit hole well we went down i just picked the g top Two set. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just pulling it up right here. Um, and the the oldest team in that set, the 49 Eagles. Mm, yeah. Um, they had like one, like a real good receiver and runner. I forget the guy's name, but you know, modern teams versus those that 49 team. And the one interesting thing when you're putting those that 49 Eagles on a table, you had some guys doing both sides of the ball like offense and defense yep. like it was that <laughs> they don't have enough guys here to play you know, <laughs> this guy has to play offense and the linebacker is like the kicker <laughs> yeah yeah okay. but um they they couldn't keep up with it it was, it was the great teams of the past two and i threw in the uh 09 saints which is a tremendous drew breeze card now, why why did you yeah just for just for Breeze or just for because um, you used them with the IG Jester as well I think right you went well, to them yeah I used that for them two thousand nine is really special just because my son who's uh, he's he's eighteen gonna be nineteen um he just started playing football that year and actually that's right about when I first bought football um first bought the football game in two thousand nine right around there and uh. Yeah, football's been a really big part of our family's life because my son's played he's played um every year since 09 we've been 12 years of football now so every fall is watching his practices watching his games going to every single game guy the kid is uh he was a named up in post gazette like an all-star team when he was a senior and he's playing division three now for westminster awesome and uh big part of our lives football's been so that 09 season you know when he first started midgets that was always a real big year for us so we always like but that peterson breeze yeah uh, it's such a great that, that team is so explosive like marquise colston oh yeah uh, yeah reggie bush is on there pierre thomas and it's, it's a great i i use that that's why so i threw them into the great teams of the past and um, it was it was a good tournament. So I actually started playing this right after I finished at seventy six, mm-hmm. and uh, that ends up only um, let's see. So it was a, is eight teams. So it was like a total of like uh, what is it? Eight. Oh, so it was only like about six, 15, 16 games or something. Yeah, I can go through the scores here. I mean, the first game like uh, it was a, it was a fabulous matchup. You got the team of the seventies versus team of the sixties. The sixty six Packers versus seventy five Steelers. Mm-hmm. Steelers won 2113. Uh, Franco Harris under 41 yards. So that's, yeah. uh, that was a great game. You had Bart Starr. And he had some great names in that. Bart Starr versus Bradshaw. I mean, that's, he had beat that, man. So they advanced. Then uh, we had the uh, next game. This is uh, 2013 Seahawks versus the 94 49ers. Steve Young. Oh, yeah. Steve Young's car, 94, with that. Four of um, that receiver guys, 
who was that receiver? It was ridiculous. Uh, Steve Young was uh, 302 yards passing. It was just uh, Russell Wilson had no answer for that. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a <laughs> 94 Niners. There was six touchdowns for Young in the Super Bowl. That was a yeah. Oh yeah, to Steve Young, and at that point when I, I was playing that set, I'm like, I don't think anybody could beat this 94 49ers team. I I really felt that way. Like there, this team, no one's going to beat them. And uh, it was I think they had a good defense too. And um, this was a good 98 Vikings, which everybody talks about with Randall Cunningham's great season. Uh, 92 Cowboys, everybody talks about the Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman. Yeah. You could hear Pat Summerall, John Madden in your head, you know, the whole game, you know, mm. talking, calling this one. And uh, that was a close one, 35 31. So that was a uh, Cowboys beat them. So Cowboys beat the Vikings. And then we're keeping going. So then we had the 89 49ers, not much different. I think Montana was on that one. Yeah, Montana was still on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's the 85 Bears, which I always found was hard to win on the tabletop for me. I, I don't know why. It's they got it. Maybe it's because APA may not like emphasize defense as much, but mm. I found it hard to win with that McMahon card. I mean, that McMahon <laughs> card is. It was all about the, I mean, that season, I mean, uh, I mean, you've got, uh, well, who are you going to key? If you got a running, you got the Peyton and Sue. I mean, who are you going to key on runs? Yeah. And your receiver core wasn't super stellar. So you got to kind of. One good guy. He was, he was that one good, re, re, they had one good uh, receiver guy. I think it was, he was an A. I, I kind of forget who that was. But I, actually in that game, uh, Refrigerator Perry had a 60-yard interception return for a touchdown. <laughs> And he had a one-yard touchdown run at fullback. Oh, there you he's, go. He's carded as a fullback here for that big play in the Super Bowl. Now that's interesting too, because that that brings up the whole: Do you, you know, yeah. for the most part, uh, you know, postseason stats weren't included, but limiting that also. I thought you were going to say the limiting were. Oh, there's some that guys too. that really they can't stomach a guy like Refrigerator Perry getting a 60-yard inter fumble return. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's like I, I can stomach it, but. <laughs> uh, I know there's guys that can't. Right, your point of view, so for sure, for sure. And uh, so that was uh, that. So the actually in that game I was playing, this was uh, the Bears actually beat them. So I was saying that I was having trouble winning with them, but they did beat the 89-49ers 36 30 in that game. Mm-hmm. Playing at 175 yards. Nice. So yeah, two 71 yard touchdown runs. Then the 09 Saints beat the 91 Redskins. Uh, 24. Uh, that was a Drew Brees, you know, big game there. That was a Mark Rippin. Mark, yeah. Mark, you know, they had the Hogs. Oh, yeah. 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 The third, uh, the third quarterback that uh, Joe Gibbs won a Super Bowl with, right? That was, uh, yeah. 87, 91, and uh, yeah, 82. Weissman, Williams, and uh, Rippin. Yeah. Weissman, Williams, and Rippin. Um, let's see. Then the next one we had the four, this is the 49 Eagles. They're playing the 72 Dolphins. They, they drew the 72 Dolphins in the first round. And the Dolphins, no problem at all. 34-20. Yeah, you get Zonka, Morris. Just, it's you know, ridiculous. They just stifle you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a... I mean, that team had to, been the, that had to be like one of the most played teams, I think, of all that's that history. A... You know, the 72 Dolphins. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Bill Lilly's doing Nobody it. That's was just talking about them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun, it's a fun team because you've got – yeah, with that Mercury Morris in addition, you know, it's just like, man, you've got weapons all over the place. Oh, how do, yeah. It's, how do you stop them? 
Yeah, and even like uh, who's the, the par War, Warfield? I think he is a better, oh. better or worse grade than the old seventy twos. Uh, I forget, but when I was looking at this seventy two set, it's different than the seventy two we played in that this uh, our Zoom games because it's the seventy two G Top Dolphins. So actually, the seventy two G Top Dolphins obviously a little bit better because it's like normalized for the great teams. The um, Warfield originally in 72 was a short A, long B, five points across the board. It was short A, long B in 73 as well. Yeah, short A, long B in 73. Okay. Then the 72, um, the next game we had, uh, the, we had the 2016 Patriots. That's like Wells' big, big team. He, he, he played, I think, with Ferris. Um, they beat the 9-9 Rams, which was a, a, a ridiculous okay. matchup. You got Kurt Warner, the greatest show, what is the greatest show on turf? Oh yeah. Versus uh Brady at his uh as peak of greatness, you know. Yeah. And uh Brady comes out on top 36-33. Imagine how excited these games are when you're oh, playing yeah. these two awesome teams. Yeah. And they come out like that close. Isaac Bruce got an 80-yard touchdown on the last play of the game to cut the lead to three. Oh, uh, so St. Louis. So a touchdown, if you know, the half a play. Mm -hmm. So there was a half a play left, and St. Louis had to, uh, uh, they had to do the onside kick attempt. Yeah. Uh, but Patriots recovered that. So it's not right. half a football. Yeah. Time runs out. But uh, yeah, that would be a, well, there, there was a video series that came out on VHS. Yeah. Uh, that Super Bowl, they kind of brought back the uh, I forget what Packers team they had. They had like the 84 Niners, the 70, I forget, it was a Steelers, Packers, Niners, Cowboys, and they, you know, but they they inter they clipped out all this video of the different uh, uh, games that kind of get them to a Super Bowl, kind of have them play. They brought Cosell back and stuff, but here you can do it at ease, you know, and in Madden, I, as I recall. Haven't fired it up in a while, but uh, you can go and click on the vintage teams. But yeah, uh, they it's like Swan is like number eighteen or something. Oh, you right, know? right. Because yeah, so it's yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, with Apple, you just you know here. I'm just gonna grab these guys, these guys, these guys. It's right at your fingertips. You know, I'm gonna bring these folks back. You know, Lou the Toe Groza and uh, Sammy Baugh and Don Hudson versus you know whoever you know uh, randy moss and uh yeah and ty law you know <laughs> so oh yeah that's amazing I mean, talking about the those old how madden lets you go to those vintage guys even like the mlb the show gives you like the vintage guys too yeah. my son doesn't play any app at all but you know he'll tell me hey my madden game you know bo jackson has a great card i'm like yeah. you're telling me bo jackson has a great card but you don't play app <laughs> so he knows the that's funny how these, these new team, the Madden and the show, they have the concept of cards, which that's what you and I've been doing. That's what we're doing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, there's there's that whole, can you get the, gen we did this story years ago and everyone, I mean, that's the topic of conversation. How long will this last? Well, it's clearly lasting. I mean, I want to do a video, a side-by-side, -side. a lot of, lot of videos we got coming up here, but um, you set up a, a video game. You got to wait for it to reboot unless you're, you've got your gaming system, but the, 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 the experience is 180 degrees yeah, different. Yeah, it's different, yeah. It's, 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 you know, it's not, I don't trust a statistics-based online game, a Madden or anything, because right. it's, 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 you're playing a team, an algorithm, and it's, 
reacting more to your personal playing ability and your physical yeah, ability with right. the controller. And, and I mean, I know they throw in like uh, Kurt Warner speaking of 99 Rams, they throw right. his sidearm you can whip out or some personal, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, so. Yeah, you're right about that. It's actually, it's, when it depends on my dexterity, that's, that's when I lost in video games is like when these games got, like, especially the hockey games, right? Mm. I couldn't, I couldn't do the one timer. Like you had to do a one timer to win the game. I could, I just didn't have the hand dexterity to, to do this on NHL 95 to, for whatever it was. And just to wrap up that tournament, so the 90 Broncos beat the 77 Cowboys. You know, so we had Elway, the great Elway team. So he had, he had great receivers there. So the Steelers, fine, they won their bag. Now they had to face the 92 Cowboys in the second, the 75 Steelers. Unfortunately, Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith was too much for Bradshaw and Frank, you know, so yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's too much uh, well, 30, 35 14 cowboys uh, eliminated interesting and yeah we had the triplets yeah and you had some yeah. big uh big cats on that uh dallas d interesting yeah. it's interesting it's interesting next game uh steve young ended the bears cinderella run uh, 37 31 he beats the 85 bears so you get they get rid of the uh that's a bit of a shootout yard passing game for steve young though that one but that's a pretty much of a shootout for the 85 bears that's uh yeah i don't think oh. they scored <laughs> oh you know what look um mcmahon only had 100 yards passing they got 31 points it was all on um, you know looking at the i'm trying to see where uh peyton was peyton, walter peyton must have had a ridiculous game in that game yeah, that are like three or four defensive touchdowns, right? Oh, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, we had a lot of, we had 174 yards receiving, which is like your typical 85 over Peyton game, 175 yards rushing. Well, actually, yeah, actually looking at the uh, 85 Bears schedule from week one to week 16, they scored 28 points, 20 points, 33. They scored 45 against the Skins, 27, 28, uh, 20. 6, 23, 27, 16, 24, 44 point shutout against the Cowboys, 36 point shutout against the Falcons. So wow. they did have some firepower in the end of the season, 37, 17 against the Lions. So not beyond the realm of possibility. It had to have been a turnover rate. I'm not sure. It had to have been like some time they must have had the ball more often than those teams. But uh, 09 Saints. Oh, this was the, one of the best games. Of the, we had uh, Drew Brees versus Brady, 09 Saints, 16 Patriots. Drew Brees came out on top, so he eliminated Tom. So, really? Tom down, you would think, like, uh, at the end of the game, if you know, Brady's going to do his magic, it just never happens. Wow. <laughs> that, that, that uh, Brees, 09 Brees card is way too good. And we're almost getting to the end here, so we're getting to the nitty-gritty. So then the Elway and the Broncos had no problem at all with the 72 Dolphins. They, they beat them. So 90 Broncos win 34-17. Interesting. Yeah, that's good. And we're getting down to the final four of the 92 Cowboys, 09 Saints, 94 49ers, 98 Broncos. Saints uh, had no problem at all. Drew Brees, another 400-yard game, 432 yards. <laughs> beat, takes out Troy Aikman. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, so the 09 Saints are in the final now. So they ended up in the finals. Uh, so then we had the 49 Broncos, uh, or 98 Broncos, 49, 94 49ers, and um, John Elway, Elway Magic. Yeah. Beats them 38 31. Nice. So uh, eight, uh, Rod Smith for the Broncos, eight catches for 224 yards. Oh. 
And then uh, John Elway throws an 80-yard touchdown pass on an 11-2 roll. Mm. Yeah. With one and a half plays left in the game to come from behind, beat Steve Young in the 49ers. Which wow. Was, that's another one of those moments where you're like hooting and hollering. You're like, yes! <laughs> that's, you can feel it coming a little bit. You know, it's like, oh, man, this is going to actually happen. You can. It, it's weird, isn't it? It's like you can feel the rolls. It's like the, these dice are dead, but there's... Yeah. Every once in a while, you feel like this is actually going to happen. You know, it's weird. <laughs> Something's going to happen. So we had a fantastic final. So we had uh, 09 Saints and 90 Broncos. So it's Breeze versus Elway in the final championship. Wow. Terrell Davis runs off 164 yards. Hmm. And he had a 59-yard uh, touchdown run in the third quarter, which gave the Broncos their first lead. Oh. They had been losing uh, 17 to 7 at one point. Hmm. And uh, Terrell Davis had a third quarter touchdown. It actually went to uh, overtime. The Saints kicker, I'm trying to see who that was, he missed a field goal attempt with uh, like, a, like a one play to go. Oh, that actually was six plays to go. It was tied 24 uh, 24. The Saints kicker, Carney, missed a 40 yard. Go ahead, field goal with six plays left. Ooh. Went to overtime and Jason Elam hits a field goal. I did sudden death. I okay. Know, the old scow, you know, the, what we grew up with, the sudden death overtime. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, when well, you had that, that coin flip was like, hey, you won the coin flip. It's all right. It's all right. Jason Elam wins it for the Broncos. The 98 Broncos win the tournament, the great teams of the past on some crate it was a it wasn't like a really good roll it was like a 40 it was on a 46 five roll so hmm. when you're rolling for that that field goal it was a 45 yard field goal attempt for jason elam okay. like this is for the win so you're shaking your dice you know, you're yeah <laughs> that's right it's like... okay this is to win the entire great teams of the past they, they put all these great teams away you're 46-5. You're thinking, you roll 46. You're thinking, that's like oh, right. that's not a good upper roll. Nah, it's like, what? <laughs> and you look at his card, he had a five there. So obviously he was really good at that year, Jason. Yeah, yeah. So Broncos beat the Saints, and that was uh, that was a ball game. That was a, that was a good time. That was our last completed solo replay. I mean, a couple, uh, we had a crazy John Elway. At a, there was a bunch of 4 passing games at the tournament. <laughs> uh, Isaac Bruce had a ridiculous uh, 285-yard receiving game. Wow. Yeah. So uh, we had some really good stuff on that. Nice. 49-92, Win Elliott for the Cowboys hit a 49-yard field goal. That was a high field goal. We had some couple kick returns, defensive returns for touchdown. Drew Brees wins the tournament MVP. He was a uh, – Three and one. He had an 82% completion percentage. <laughs> he was 70% in actual, though. Yeah. 09. He had 82%. Um, he had a ridiculous uh, pass attempts. It was really close. Completions were. He was just really good. So, a lot of fun. I, I got war. One bad thing about that, but those old uh, 2009 era where they were perforated sets. Yeah, the ink runs off on it, and we always played that breeze card so much. <laughs> talking about the ink runs off, right, right, right. Yeah, there was that period. Yeah, where you, yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but uh, you could you could buy them new right now, and they're like spectacular. The ink isn't yeah. going to run off if you buy the new set. 
now they're back to the, the sans serif type and the sturdier stock and completely uh, for a while they were doing the perforated without the corners then they did the perforations with the round corners but still the stock was a little less uh, yeah you know than where it is now so it's right back up to standard i'd yeah. say yeah uh, i just put them in sleeve you put them in those like yeah. hard sleeves too they're like okay. perfect so i got that, that 09 set i i was like a classic now it's like a classic set <laughs> so, totally yeah that, that's yeah. uh yeah that's it well that's it you get that magic kind of mine 78 set is just still the one that's like oh man you know um yeah. Another reason I bought that set is I it's, it was totally unfounded. There was a lot of debate on the BTL, if you remember from way back then when that 09 set came out. Like, oh, there's too many turnovers, there's too many penalties. Right. Yeah. And it, none of it was true. I mean, I've done so many games with it. There's nothing wrong with that set. Well, now that brings up the point of sample size and how yeah. you know, uh, how do you kind of and the and the formula the magic recipe in 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 uh, apparetta down there how you know it's kind of meant for maybe a one you know my mine are kind of like a one and done i'll do a deep cut right. i did the 74 i, I talk, always talk about this in the uh rams jets it was like a week five six seven namath was not you know he was where he was in 74 and it ended up being I think uh, 1913 Rams and it was 2014 Rams in real life. I mean, that the sample wow, size to me is one. One game is what I'm going to probably play, you know. I mean, you could run a simulation with these guys if you want to play 100 straight games of it. But, uh, you know, I, I, in terms of, you know, there's too many penalties, too many of this. I mean, you wonder what the sample size really was when so many right. teams. How many games about. are you playing there, right? Maybe yeah. a one game, that a lot of, yeah. Two games, yeah, you probably could have two games. Whole season replay, no, you're it's going to come out. I mean, it's just that the, the if you look at the cards and you look at the penalty numbers on the board, if you have fair dice, it's going to come up. So. I also think some people roll wrong, but that's just me. There's a completely <laughs> weird thing. Some people are just, just just dice do not like you, and that's the way it is. You're not going to get real results. You do. It's the tiki god. You have to bow down to that thing, and it will treat your dice exactly as it should be. Right. I mean, I, yeah, I actually, I saw Ken Tomash actually uh, uh, bought a, uh, uh, on, on Facebook, just got a nice mint 67 set. It reminded me of the 68 set I bought because it had the AFL and the NFL back then. You bought them separately, and, but uh, you can still get them. I remember I get the set, a box of 68 with the AFL and NFL, and somebody left all those little score sheets in there. And the scores were like 55 to nothing or 55 yeah. to three. It's like, how are you playing this game? <laughs> What's going on here? Because the scores are like really weird. I've never had anything like that. Every, I've never had a skewed, I don't think, maybe like the 78 Steelers versus 62 Packers. I think the Steelers won 30 to 10. I don't know that yeah. it would have been that lopsided, but. Yeah, there was, I was talking about that green team in the past. Like some guys are putting comments. I think another guy did a very similar format on Delphi. And uh, his criticism of it, uh, he enjoyed, he, he liked the game that he went up. Too much offense. You know, G-tops, there's, um, it was like, it's, if you looked at my scores too in this project, it was like 30, 30, was, everything was in the 30s. Like, Interesting. Hmm. And uh, we're looking at that, but you're dealing with the greatest teams of all time here. That's and it. Cards are the greatest players of all time, so. And as you get into the 90s, I mean, how is, you know, it, you got to go back to, you know, dead ball, if you will use the term for, you know, pre-78. 
I mean, I mean, I mean, 78 Bradshaw was a god. I mean, he was 318, you know, and Swan and Stallworth were loose and Eric Coriel took off from there and West Coast, et cetera, that uh, Walsh was doing in Cincinnati. But, you know, it was that um, by the time you get to the 90s, forget it. It's, you know, yeah. a run and shoot, et cetera, you know, the whole story. So, right. yeah. what, uh, any, uh, what's your next? Uh, what's the 72 Super Bowl? All right. uh, we're thinking about going to 81. And uh, that's some, that's going to be uh, 81 is a, a full slate of games. You know, as you're getting a little more into the modern game, I think multiple wild cards, a lot of a lot of playoff participants in that. The Jets and the Giants both made the playoffs. So that's really kind of fun. And just playing around with this uh, pro football helper, it's uh, really changed my whole Apple football experience because, like, you got the stats package. It does that little announcer call. I mean, it's just uh, it's a lot. Of there's a video, one of my friends up in um, Massachusetts, he did a great video to walk you through how to get it all set up, Dave Gardner. Mm -hmm. um, there's a link, I think, to his video on how to get a whole season set up. So if you put that YouTube on, you just like kind of pause it. Like he'll tell you how to do it and pause it, do it, let him go again. And he'll, he'll show you how to walk through the season. That's all I did. Cause I, I initially, I couldn't get it. It, it takes a little bit of know-how of like, uh, files and things on your computer and like add like cutting paste things you have to kind of be uh have a little bit of knowledge computer knowledge to get it set up but once you get it set up it's amazing i mean there's he could have charged like 30 40 bucks for this program you know sure, like ball stack if you ever play baseball you're ball stack. Mm -hmm. Sounds like there's a niche there for us, us five Mac users in this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it would be helpful. But yeah, I wonder if you can do it on a Google Chromebook. Maybe I'll try it there and uh, report yeah. back the result. Cool, cool, yeah, awesome. All right, so you're you say you're going to be in Atlanta. So folks, yeah. get your tickets and your hotels now. Barrett's already got his, and he's already in, he's out in Washington State, so there's no excuse. Yeah. Uh, and if you're driving yeah. up 95, stop at south of the border between North and South Carolina, you know, that's a, I've been there. <laughs> that's, that's funny place. That's crazy. It's absolutely. We, uh, yeah, we stayed in the presidential suite one time. I was like a discount rate. Yeah. This huge water bay. They had a great steakhouse and all the, you know, load up on your fireworks. So, well, <laughs> the, the next 4th of July or Diwali or new year's, yeah. et cetera, you know? Yeah. My dad loaded up on cigarettes. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> in the back of a 75 uh, caddy or something like that, cavernous trunk. Yeah. If you got a big car, just to load up, that's what everyone does. They yeah, say the- uh, Yeah, definitely. Cause you, you'll meet all these guys and don't be afraid of your first time, you welcome like family. I mean, as soon as you come in there, they, I mean, right as soon as you walk in the lobby, you, know, you, you got guys talking. You know, we're up at, it's such a fabulous experience. You know, have you ever had like a belly laugh where you, you laugh so hard you want to cry, your belly hurts? Well, basically, that's how you feel for three days. You know, mm -hmm. it's like just that feeling of euphoria and your friendships. And we stay out, we don't want to stop talking. We'll stay up and talk sports and app up till like two in the morning. I mean, and, and later sometimes. And we get up and it's just fabulous. The folks have been playing this game since the 50s. Yeah, yeah. You know, relationships that go back a long time. So, I, and yeah. especially now, go and meet up with these folks because that's yeah. massive part of what Apple is about. Yeah. Plus, you know, it's such a niche hobby. I mean, you and I in our work lives, and we can't talk to the guy next to us in the cube about like uh, Apple. You know, he sees them just 
what are you talking about? Are you playing a kid's game by yourself? You're by yourself, you know, like, <laughs> this is so weird. You're like the weirdest dude I've ever met. Right. Um, but it, when we meet guys like ourselves, like, in, in like, oh my God, there's someone that's like the uh, same interest as me. It's just like nonstop. You want to like hang out with her. So it's such a great time. Definitely worth going. Funny, uh, talk about a story, but this touched a little bit after football and work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was at work about 10 years ago. And uh, this older guy, he was maybe about 15 years older than me. He was probably about 65 or 60 at the time. And uh, him and I would talk sports a lot. You know, I would work with him. We talk, and just out of the blue, this is totally unexpected. He goes to me, "Have you ever heard of ATBA?" Like, no joke. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, "Are you serious? That's uh-huh. like my life." <laughs> Here you go. So and the lights come on. <laughs> and I, I was, uh, he was very, he wasn't into technology at all. He wasn't into like YouTube or forums or, um, and what I found out, and actually, I was actually collecting things on eBay at that point. I was buying old football sets and oh, like, yeah. baseball sets on eBay. And he's like, I really need a Pittsburgher. So I really want to get that 78 set for Bradshaw. Like, he yes. Said. Oh, yeah. That's why I think I thought of and um, so I bought it for him on eBay, and he actually just gave me cash. I mean, he's really old school. I'm like, I can get you a 78 app set. And like, yeah. how can you get all get on eBay? And uh, I remember I gave, gave him the set. He was so appreciative of it. He couldn't believe that he got his hands on a 78 set. He was looking at like flea markets and garage sales and okay. stuff like that. And uh, it, it was amazing. The guy does a baseball replay. I guess he's widowed or something. He's by himself. He does like a, a baseball replay every summer and he does a football season every winter. So, and every year he would do one whole season of each sport. Yeah. And, uh, and I was, it, it, a good comment I was thinking is like, there's guys, there's guys in the APA community that don't even know there's an APA community. Exactly. So think about it. Like it's like exponential. If you think of how many people are probably out there playing this stuff, right. we don't even know about, which is like amazing. So, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, trying to scrape up everyone, you know, I mean, that's, that was the kind of our thing on, on Facebook first to kind of find, and it, and it takes time to tweeze people out. Yeah. You know, I, I try to post on pro football hall of fame. I, you know, and all the halls of fame is like, Oh, you know, they mentioned Bambi Allworth. I'll post the card up there just to kind of shake the tree yeah. and see if anyone knows, or what is this yeah. thing? You yeah, know, yeah, they don't takes, know. Yeah. takes time to build, but uh, it's a good time. At least, I mean, we have fun with it. And I know the, the guys that are watching this, are, they're probably having fun with it too. If they spend an hour and a half watching us talk, they're in that football. <laughs> yeah, totally. Keep us on in the background. Play your own game. Play yeah. your game. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do that all the time. I listen to all kinds of guys on YouTube while I'm playing games. I listen to their commentary, what they're talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to be doing some, uh, now you've got to be involved in this. I want to do some. Uh, Roundtables, some forums. Oh yeah, um, I, I talked. Oh, yeah. To, so I you know, it yeah, it'll be interesting to. Uh, I mean, everyone does it for guitars, this, that, the other thing. So whoa, <laughs> I almost yeah. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, and talking about the community, I'm actually going to be. I'm meeting a friend of mine from college in about an hour. Cool. Um, for lunch, and it's just we're going to talk after football. And like that's he. He was in town. He lives in Ohio. He just came to Pittsburgh for a couple of days. And you know, let's meet up here. And uh, it was a guy I knew in college at Pitt, like back in the 80s, 90s. And uh, he loves talking for APA because he plays APA too. And, really? uh, it, is he on? Like, and we're just going to talk APA football, I know, the whole time. 
the hockey, football. Is he on Facebook? Yeah, he's actually on Facebook. Subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> like, subscribe. If you, know, if you see somebody who likes your stuff, you'll see yeah. him on there. So he's, he's not definitely on Facebook. He's on Delphi. Good deal. But, uh, you know, we're, we're going to go meet and we're going to, I'm going to have like a rap or something. And we're just going to talk, you know, Apple for like an hour. So this is like all morning we're talking Apple. That's right. There you go. I did that. Yeah. When I, when I, yeah, I was like, uh, again, 2011, we launched a, uh, Went. Uh, I found out uh, who Rogueborg was on the Delphi, and turns out he was an awesome guy. I, I hung out with him at the convention. Dave right. Catano. Yeah. yeah, we rolled a game in Altamont Springs. I lived in Altamont for years. I mean, there was so much Apple going on. Again, you never know. Talk about. Uh, it's like, man, <laughs> it's like this is weird. I'm back with. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what cool. about the convention is all these guys you see you talk with them on the Delphi forums. A lot of times you can meet them, like mm-hmm. Rogueborg and Dave. He's all these, they end up being like brothers for you, you know, after you go to this, this convention. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Gio, it's been a real pleasure, as yeah, always. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Uh, incredible uh, experiences and replays there. Thank you. And yeah. uh, we will uh, speak again for sure here. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. All right, sir. All righty. Have a good afternoon. We'll see Thanks, you. you too. Take All care. Right, take it easy.